Hey, Steven, we got to figure out an intro to the podcast. That works. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the No Fluff MSB Marketing Podcast with your host here, Taher Hamed, and co-host... Stephen Battler. Nice to see everybody again. Or He's doing his own Have everybody listening again. Yeah. I know. It's, this is a big step. <laughs> this is huge. A lot of fame right here. <laughs> yeah. All 12 people that listen. <laughs> Just kidding. We're actually excited to see that there's a lot more than that listening, which yeah, is, which is great. Hosting. Yeah. I'm like, all right, cool. I'm glad I did this. People are actually listening. People tend to like what we're saying, which is very encouraging. Um, our number one... Sorry for the rant. Sorry for the intro, Stephen. <laughs> I have to do it. You're fine. <laughs> Our number one episode that people listen to, and they listen to almost the whole thing, is stop outsourcing your marketing, which makes me very happy. It makes me very happy that people are listening to that one specifically because I think it's because every MSP deep down knows <laughs> that's the case, and so they want to listen to what we have to say. And the fact that they listen to the whole thing means that hopefully it's striking home and providing some good advice. Yeah. All right, so I think this is probably going to be a short one. Um, why we published a price calculator right on the site. This is going to sound like blasphemy. <laughs> Everybody's <laughs> gasping. <laughs> yeah, the sales gurus are like, what are you doing? You, know, you must pre-qualify, you know, get your objections and send a quote in person days later, blah, 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 blah. blah. Like, like your salesperson voice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's very good. <laughs> like, I get it. And, and I'm going to be honest, this might not be a good approach for every MSP out there. Right? Maybe not. But we're in a good spot. We're in a pretty good spot, right? Like the company makes good money. We have really great clients. We've got amazing employees. We can kind of experiment, right? Like we can, like this podcast. We're experimenting with the, po the podcast, right? Like we have, we're in just a good spot. So it's like if we want to do a price calculator, we can just do a price calculator, right? Like I don't. There's not too much risk, right? Like maybe a smaller MSP might be like, oh, that's risky. I don't want to do it. Or maybe a large MSP be like, well, there's too many factors. Burr, 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 burr. Like, <laughs> I get it. This might not be good for everybody. So if you're not interested in doing a price calculator, calculator on your website, then go ahead and just not listen to this podcast. But I think there might be some things that we share that may make you want to think about doing it. So that's kind of why we had the, the balls to do it. <laughs> We're kind of just in a good spot. Another big reason that I wanted to do it is we do get a lot of leads from the website. We do. Unfortunately, most of them are under $1,500 uh, and reoccurring. You know, the agreement would be under $1,500 a month, which means we can't work with them. So we get like, I don't, I know this sounds bad, but I don't want to spend the time talking to someone on the phone for 10 or 15 minutes. Having a good talk and then price comes up and it all changes. Exactly. Yeah. Now, I always have a nice list of references I can provide them. I'm always super professional. Like, I don't want to think they're wasting my time or anything like that. Like, it's not like that. It's just if I can cut that conversation out by just showing them, hey, this is where we're going to be at, then that's kind of It, kinda it answers their question and, yeah, it saves everybody time. Yeah, it saves everybody time. So, so the, you know, I put it up there for, for them to see, like, okay, you know, at minimum to work with us is, is X, you know, and then, oh, if I, if I want any security stuff, it's X. If so I like, want a back, if I have one server. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So there's just a lot of factors that they go, oh, okay, maybe I don't want to reach out. So it just cuts out a lot of noise. It cuts out a lot of noise. And, you know, I'm really busy. Obviously we got marketing, sales, account management, I'm trying to build MSP camp, which I love. This is like the funnest thing I've ever done in my whole life. So it's like, I need to only talk to ideal customers. And so this is, 
this process, this calculator isn't even just a prospecting tool to try to get people in. It's to keep the bad people out too, right? Yeah. I mean, no, I think you're correct. You know, so, so that's that, and it's it has been very helpful in doing that. So um, another thing is it kind of it kind of shows our confidence um, and transparency. Like, I don't know a single other MSP out there that just shows everybody their prices. I can't think of, I can't think of one. And so when they go from, you know, website to website to website, it's like contact sales and contact sales. And then they call you and then there's all this stuff. I don't want any of that. Right. I'm like, here, here's a price. Is it around what you were expecting? Perfect. Then reach out. Now let's engage. Yeah. It's like we're confident in our pricing and the services we provide at this pricing. So it's just, why not show it? And I know there, there are other things like Tahir was saying, but for us specifically, I mean, showing this up there helps kind of narrow the funnel a little bit more so we're getting in the most qualified people yep. for the conversation. Another thing that a salesperson, a seasoned salesperson is doing is screaming right now because they're like, well, what are you talking about? If someone, you can't just sell on price. You can't just sell on price. I'm not selling on price. You have to build the value to show the price. I hear what you're saying, but every single business out there has a threshold of what they're willing to pay Period. Mm-hmm. Everyone in their mind has a threshold of what they're willing to pay on X versus X versus X versus X. And IT is no different. No matter how much value building you do, no matter how great your service is, if you're with a company that has a certain threshold and you're higher than that and they do choose you, it's only a matter of time before they bail. Yep, especially when competing against multiple MSPs yep. as the space gets more competitive. Exactly. They already met with three or four MSPs. You were the most premium one. It was above their threshold. They weren't comfortable with it. They chose you. Well, guess what? This is IT. Shit goes wrong. No matter how good of an MSP you are, sometimes response time isn't where it needs to be. Sometimes something, you know, not terrible, but something, you know, it just gets a, a personality conflict, blah, 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 blah. They start thinking about the other one. Mm-hmm. That's just the reality. So if you have a price calculator on your website and it's within that threshold, even if it's in the top of the threshold, again, you're pre-qualifying. Perfect. If it's outside of the threshold, you don't have to worry about spending time on building value and trying to close a deal that's too big for them anyway and it ends up being a bad relationship. So, I mean, that's that's another reason I do it is I'm I'm totally transparent. Like, if someone calls me and they ask me, I'm going to tell them what our prices are anyway. So why wouldn't I just post them? If uh, I know every single competitor locally, I know the com- I know the pricing of every uh, one of my competitors locally, every single one of them. So I'm not worried about hiding from competitors e- either. I know where their price point is. You know, we're a little bit on the higher side, but we're not the highest. You know. So, you know, a lot of people are like, well, I don't want my competitors knowing. It shouldn't matter. It shouldn't matter what your competitors charge. Like, yeah, charge what you need to charge. Mm-hmm. What what profit number are you looking for? How many people do you have? Like, you can figure out how much you need to charge. You don't even have to look anywhere else. Yeah, and I would say from a marketing perspective, that kind of transparency goes a long way yeah. for credibility. I mean, just having the confidence to put it up there, it's a different, I mean, it's a marketing strategy for being completely honest about it because it's yeah. just, it's showing what you believe in for your services and things. I mean, it's not, a variable price that's going to change arbitrarily when you're in the meeting and you give them all the things you're offering and then you quote them a price. Like this is what the price is for this. And on the pricing calculator, you can hit the button and see if I'm adding an extra server, something like that. See the price go up. They know how much value or how much price is derived from that. Yeah. Like breaking it down is a marketing strategy. Yeah, it is. It gets them engaged with you. Yeah. So here's an example of, of how this works. We had a, uh, a church lead recently. I was like, great, <laughs> massive budget. 
is the only thing that comes to mind when I think about a church. <laughs> Obviously, I'm being sarcastic. Um, well, they referenced the calculator. They loved it. They thought it was really cool. When we got further into discussion and their needs were clear, turns out they had the budget for, for our service, which is like the first time ever that a church has had the budget for our service, you know? Um, and it's because they already knew getting into it about where we were, and they were pretty comfortable with that. So, you know, it's just they were pre-qualified when they walked through the door. And that's, it was just cool because, like, when I published Calculator, I didn't know. I don't know. And it's not like I get a mass amount of leads from it. But it's like, in this case, I was like, wow, look at that. Yeah. And it's not like, I understand don't sell based primarily on price. But it's like, everybody's thinking about price. It's always in the back of their head in the sales conversation. So having it up there is a strategy sometimes. And there's tons of massive business-to-business companies that have their pricing right there right on the website mm-hmm. like we use we use lots of like vendors and boom there's the pricing right there on the site and it makes me feel comfortable and if it's a little too high well at least i know what the price yep. is mm-hmm. and then i and then i think about it and like you know months go by and i'm like man i'm still struggling with that same pain point and that and that number that i saw earlier from that business business you know company that had on the site it's not looking that bad yeah and also from like a client perspective i mean you go into the sales meeting you have a great meeting maybe for an hour you go out somewhere you go on site and then you find out the price isn't right for you. I mean, you're gonna feel like your time was wasted, basically. Yeah. So. Yeah, wasted both it. both both sides. Both ways, yeah. Yeah. And the other thing that's funny is I see a lot of like MSP sales gurus and stuff. They're like, make sure you ask the client from the first meeting what their budget is. You better get the budget from the client. It's like, all right, cool. So you're willing to ask them what they're willing to spend, but you're not willing to tell them. Yeah. What you're willing, what your service mm-hmm. costs. It's like it's a two-way relationship from the from day one. So, anyway, uh, not to get you know, I'll get off my soapbox or whatever they say. <laughs> and one one of the things, like the biggest thing, it's not like it's not our only marketing strategy, but it's a big part of our marketing strategy. Is like, what is no one else doing? What is no one else doing that we think is going to work? And then we do it, like the smashathon. I've never seen an event where you invite the community out to smash up old computer equipment. You get these big recycle companies that come out or big recycle trucks to make sure everything gets recycled so people feel good about it. They can upgrade their weapons, smash the stuff, and all the money goes to a, a you know the Boys and Girls Club for philanthropy. I've never seen that, ever. So let's do it. And we did it, and it was awesome, yeah. right? It's like, it's like, everyone's like, you guys are doing what? And, you know, if, if this would have been one of my first marketing ideas, you know, the owner of Alltech would be like, no, we're definitely not doing that. But, you know, now that we're now I'm six or seven years in, they're like, he's like, okay, it seems like when you do stuff, it works. So go for it. You know? Yeah. And I'll add to that, too, just from. So if you're thinking about your MSP, for example, and so, you know, your employees, your people, your facility, and you're going to think, I mean, like what your persona is, what it is. But that doesn't necessarily mean that it's always outwardly communicated in your marketing persona. Mm-hmm. And I can think that, like just going through different MSP websites just around. I mean, it's almost cookie cutter how all these different places are offering the same things in the same format and the same layout. And just from a person browsing a website, it's just kind of, it all blends into one big group. So when you go to a page and has a pricing calculator, you don't see that in the MSP space. I mean, like a podcast, you don't really see that in the MSP space as much as well. Like it hasn't been well through as much. So just having those differentiation points is going to help remove you from that kind of cookie cutter label and help you actually be remembered just as a part of it. Uh, great point. One thing Stephen said recently was like, why don't we just get our whole team on the website? And I was like, dude, yeah, go for it. 
right? Like, don't do paralysis by analysis. Like, I've seen people on MS, like, I've literally seen people, I've seen MSPs be like, well, I don't want my people being, I hate to keep doing the voices, but it's like, <laughs> this is how silly some of these statements are. Like, I don't want my people getting recruited by other MSPs. It just keeps getting more and more. Yeah, like, I really, <laughs> you know, they're like, I really just don't want, you know, I like my people. I don't want them being recruited. It's like, they're being recruited anyway. Like, I pro putting their face on the website is not going to be. Be proud of your team. Yeah, it's <laughs> not going to get them recruited somewhere else. Like, they're already getting recruited. Like, don't worry about it. Like, paralysis by analysis is like the worst thing you can potentially do with marketing. It's like, if an idea works and it's not a major threat, go for it. Yeah. That's that's my biggest advice in marketing. You know what? Just go for it. So anyway, Stephen had this idea. He's like, yeah, let's just throw everyone's you know faces and names on there. Well, it's been huge. The number of times that people called in, they're like, I just love to see that you guys are real people. The number of times new clients got to see the tech that they were working with on our website. Like, seeing real people on the website has been a massive differentiator for us, right? And that's just an example. So good, good point, Stephen. And the last reason that I put a price calculator on the website is because at this point I'm unfireable, so YOLO. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> YOLO. All right, anything else before we move to um, Challenge of the Week? No, I think I'm all good. All right. We're not saying like you have to add a pricing calculator to your website. I think a point you should take away from this anyway is just like, I mean, kind of like that last point was not the unfireable one. The point about <laughs> like you want to see what other people are doing and kind of branch out and do things that might not be conventional in the MSP space. Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of MSPs kind of suffer from like falling into the same routine of layout. They think what, this is what has to be like in the business business space for yeah. IT. It doesn't have to be that way. And sometimes you can find what works right for your business to branch out and make your MSP actually stand out. That's yeah. a That's a great point. Yeah. I'm not even promoting that you get a calculator on your site, but like Steven's saying, it's like that was a very different thing to do and it's worked out for us. So think of that mindset of yeah. marketing. Awesome. So, let's move to Challenge of the Week. Challenge of the Week. Test your might. So you're saying we can't actually play the Mortal Kombat theme song? You don't have the budget. All right, Steven, it's up to you. Finish him. Challenge of the Week. Excellent. All right, Challenge of the Week is make sure your pricing is straightforward. Don't get too... Don't make sure there's not too much in the invoice or the or the or the quote. Do your prospects understand exactly what they're getting? That's the challenge. Just make sure go through that exercise. And if you're an MSP camp member, msp-camp.com, go you can check out a service tiers template that will give you a framework on how to structure this. This little document that just shows the service tiers and what's included with remote support, on-site support, projects, et cetera, has been extremely helpful in sales meetings. Between this and what onboarding timeline looks like has been huge. So that's your exercise. Make sure your pricing is straightforward and make sure your prospects can understand the value they're getting just by looking at a sales sheet. All right. I think that's it. Yeah. Thanks for listening as always. Yeah. I really appreciate it. Thanks guys. Y'all have a great day.